Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Tyler had fun. Okay, before we get into it, we had Altaf on. Very entertaining, as you can imagine. Um, we have a couple housekeeping items. So, one, we're in Instagram jail. Again. So follow us at the Dink PB on Instagram. That's our backup account and our new one moving forward. Uh, unless we get the old one back, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're hiring for a bunch of different roles. So we're hiring for an editor in chief. We're hiring for sales. We're hiring for events, whether that's part time or full time. So email us at the Dink team at heydink.com if you're interested. Uh, we also just launched a giveaway with Velos and the Pick. Uh, so Velos is a really great paddle brand and the pick is like super trendy looking pickleball gear. You can check out their site. It's the pick.store, but first place winner gets a Velos Quadra 60 millimeter paddle, a black zip up pickleball unisex hoodie, matte black 40 ounce pickleball water bottle, sling pickleball backpack, black embroidered pickleball trucker hat, a pickleball day short sleeve tee. Second place receives of Lowe's Quadra 60 millimeter paddle in a $150 gift card to the pick. Third place, uh, Lowe's Quadra 60 millimeter pa paddle and a $75 gift card to the pick. And fourth and fifth place receive of Lowe's Quadra 16 millimeter paddle. Um, let's see. I uh, I think you just go to giveaway.thedinkpickleball.com slash the pick. Dash below. So just go to at the Dink PP on Instagram and click that link in our bio and you'll see the giveaway. That's the best way to find it. Um, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into the show. All right. We're live virtual edition of uh, of Pickle Pod. So bear with us. I'm sure there will be technical difficulties as is standard, but uh, we're just having some good conversations. So we said, let's hit record and uh, not waste any of this. But well, we got we all top merchant. What's going on, all top? Able to get on the uh, get on here. We're all surprised. Tech support. Know, every, yeah, it, it. Listen, I got up at like six this morning and I checked my internet. I had the the charter guy come out and make sure the computer worked. I mean, I've been like so amped up. I trimmed my nose hairs, did everything. I'm so ready for this baby. So <laughs> tell 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 me. You said uh, as long as it's a www website, you'll be good to go. What does yeah. that mean to you? What's a what's a www? Relative to other things, just out of curiosity. What do you mean? Like you have to get on the stuff like this. It used to be like HTPPS slash whatever, www. You know, back in the day, I had to like enter all these. And that's why I never got on the internet. There was like so many letters. And so. Right, right, um, right. But yeah, if it's www dot something, I'm like all in, baby. You're, you're a numbers <laughs> guy, not a, not a letters guy. Yeah, I'm all in. But like, yeah, I mean, and you would think, I mean, like all these years playing with Zane, like. In 2019 and 2020, Zane was telling me about this WWW Instagram and Facebook and all the stuff. And and I was like, I mean, all the stuff. And he was all over it. I'm like, what are you talking about? And and then I found out his dog had like a WW site that had like more more likes and whatever follows and whatever than than I have my whole life put together. But this year I actually made a reel, like an actual reel. And I sent it to Zane and I got 
he gives me crap about it. Can I say crap on this? No, yeah. that's that's a hundred dollars to stop Alzheimer's now. Actually, for you, Robert, let's do it. Swear word for me. They don't even care when I say the f word anymore. <laughs> really? So like I can say crap hands. Like I can talk about no. you know developers no, no, crap hands or whatever. No problem. Explain the, we'll explain the rules for you. So every time you cuss, it is a twenty dollar donation to stop Alzheimer's now. And we have actually two sponsors who are matching your your potty mouth. So ProXR matches the the swear jar, as well as Game Plus and Access TV, which have the uh, the TV rights to Major League Pickleball in the United States and Canada. So every time you cuss, they make they they donate some money. I said fuck Matt right three times last podcast, and we're starting off hot as well. So. <laughs> That's that's the ground rules, but we're gonna count crap for you. So so Ron Saslow is gonna is gonna match every fuck I say. Is that what you're saying? Not no, he he matches mine, not yours. Oh, you match mine? <laughs> Who matches mine? Hey Ashley, wait, Zane, uh, can you win more Zane's PayPal or PayPal is win more? Whatever you guys do these days, see he needs twenty bucks. I just said F. Oh fuck. So <laughs> hey, well, how am I making forty? <laughs> balls from me all the time and then like he goes how do i pay you and i was like, like send me a check or give me cash he goes like austin is a cashless society i'm like what do you mean like i need money and so like he's been windmowing my paypal or paypal my windmow or something i don't know but say I, say uh hold on say say that word you're you're saying but but spell it the Vinmo, V-E-N-M-O. Oh, okay, all right, all right. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, that's. I, right. I see that's my, right. I see my volleys with a W and my worldwide with a volley. Yeah, it's not okay. to be confused with Wenmo. Wenmo is something way different. <laughs> right, right. No, but anyway, so Thomas, yours, yours, my claim to fame. Forget about the fifty-nine and zero season. I said it, <laughs> but um, here's my claim to fame. I was okay. going through TSA in Dallas Airport. Southwest Airlines, DA, you know, Dallas Love Field. And the guy goes, oh, pickleball player, because I had this bag. And that was the first time ever somebody said that to me. Usually it's always like, you Zane partner, you Badger partner. And I'm like, no. They actually said, you pickleball player. And I go, wow. Because for three years, all I got at tournaments or everywhere was, you play with Zane, you Zane father, you Zane partner. And then in 2019, it was you badger papa, <laughs> and now it's like, man, I'm a pickleball player. So that's what is this accent you're doing? Why? Why does everybody who who uh, shouts you out? Why? Why do they have an accent? Uh, it's 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 a compliment to Jerry Hill. <laughs> but uh, no, it's that's the TSA guys, man. They always like. I think they just they feel more comfortable talking to me with an accent than just like, hey, man, how you doing? You know. <laughs> yeah. Thomas. Okay. So. I don't know why we did a script for this one. We wrote down things to talk about with all top. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, well, we gotta keep we gotta we gotta maintain some guardrails here so he doesn't go uh okay. I won't say anything. But hey, but if I say another fuck, Ray J's gotta give 20 bucks. <laughs> Done. I'll text him. <laughs> yes, 60. All right. All right. Well, we can um you already you already talked about it all top. I just want to make sure everybody knows who you are. You were a uh Pickleball pro for some time, recently crossed over into senior territory. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think uh, you just mentioned your, your, uh, 
accolades so far, but as a senior pro, right? So this is your first season. You had a gold in the U.S. Open, senior men's doubles. You were 16-0, and that's your tournament record, and 59-0, and match record. Is that just men's doubles mixed as well? Just men's doubles. Just men's doubles in tournament play. Yeah, not mixed. We said that you are uh, you're on the verge of being the uh, senior pro goat, and some people took exception to that. They don't think you've been playing long enough. But my argument was uh, you're you're on track. So, how long are you going to balance senior pro versus uh, regular pro? Because I know you still dip back down here and there. Yeah, actually, and you forgot my my greatest accomplishment this entire year was taking Johnson Cola to Zing Zang Court silver medal at the U.S. Open split age. Anytime you get on the podium with Sincola, that's you have to be on a podcast, <laughs> at least two podcasts. You know, one Sincola podium equals two podcasts. So um, anyway, but um, Zane, you know that. I mean, we played enough rec with Sincola. You take him to the yeah, podium, no, we, you got to get on the podcast. We have two podcasts per podium with Sincola. It's just it's well known. So, um, but um, by the way, I take you. Everybody take exception to me being the goat senior pro. I take some exception to Sincola's booty being the best in pickleball. I totally, <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, we'll, well have a your, whole separate podcast on that. But Who's your top I, three? Who's your top three? I think Sincola's in the top five. But I got to tell you, I I, I, mean, I I sometimes get caught. I have to catch myself because I can't sometimes stare at Thomas Wilson. Thomas <laughs> Wilson is definitely in my top three. Yeah. I really thought he was going to say Neil Matarata. I thought it was going to be. An Neil Matarata is number five in every list that I have. But um, but but yeah, I think Thomas Wilson has got to be there. I did Dana and I did play a rec with Brendan Long in Fundagora, and that boy in his purple shorts, yeah, yeah, he's 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 got some he's got some junk. So anyway, it, but uh, anyway, uh, I still think Sincola is not number one, but I go with Thomas Wilson. Um, but yeah, you know, um, this year was an incredible year. It was there was a lot of pressure because last year. Everybody kept, you know, starting like January, I, they were like, oh, man, you're done. You're going to be a senior pro next year. You're going to dominate. You're going to win. And I was petrified when I started because I didn't know what to expect. And it was really after the U.S. Open that I finally thought, you know what? I think I can win. And then I was having a call with Deacon. Him and I were just chatting it up. And he said, if I play senior pro next year, I don't want to lose. I want to win every single match. And that's when I got in my head saying, let me see if I can go the year undefeated. So that was like a whole nother level of, of pressure that was, you know, added on. But um, next year, what was yeah. your, what was your closest match in men's doubles? Where, where was the, did you ever almost lose? Did you ever have match points against you? Like what was the, the closest you were to losing? No match points. We had, uh, we had four, three setters um, in Punta Gorda in the senior pro tour event, which is, I called, I told Dane, I said, this is a trap tournament. It was like two weeks before nationals. Nobody is there in that tournament. It's just the seniors. And I go, this is the one that you, we can get lazy at. There's no crowd. I mean, I could do a million hip thrust. It was not on Instagram or, or WWW, whatever. And I mean, there was nothing going on. And I was like, that's our trap tournament. And we played Olin and Mercha 11-9 in the third. And we were up like 10-6. They made it 10-9. Oh, they were serving 9-10-2. And it was windy. And I was that was the closest it came. The most worried I was all year was at the St. Louis APP. Uh, Mercher dropped out 
uh, last minute because they, they, they changed the payout. There's a lot going on. There's only four teams. So I show up at the tournament. I don't have a partner, and I'm playing with Chris Bonner. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. And I told him that. I told him I'm going to get on the podcast really? and everybody. That was the most nervous I was. And we won our last match, 11-9, 11-9. And I can tell you this right now. That was bigger than taking Sincola to the podium. So, so yeah, which is tougher, carrying Chris Bonnert or carrying Sincola? Oh, carrying Bonnert. Oh, big time. Big time. <laughs> because at least Sincola is, like, mentally present. Bonnert's like, dude, I don't even know what the score is. Just finish the match. Just finish the match. And I'm like, there's, like, Ken Herman has, like, two ambulances coming in. Ken Herman was, like, you know, he actually took out his apron and was ready to go give CPR. I mean, that's how it was. And I'm like, I can't take this anymore. An apron um, for CPR. Never heard of that before. Well, he All was right. iced tea till Bonner tried to go look like he was passing out. So he was like, I got to put the iced tea away, take off my apron, get into my CPR mode. So tell me a little bit about uh, the the hip thrusts. What constitutes or warrants uh, a hip thrust in your mind? And then what's the most mad anyone's ever gotten at you for a hip thrust or some other sort of celebration? Oh, most mad gotta be Tyler Loom, Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, what year? Tyler what Loom. year? Yeah, there is not a day that goes by in my life. One, I think this is either 2020 or I think it was 2021. It was him and Lang. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about Loom. I mean, I could be in the shower and I'll just go, Loom, I gotta see Loom every day. It's just, a, it's just part of a lefty ritual. So you're thinking about loon in the shower is the clip that we're you're, we're going to clip that. You definitely have to clip that. I, I mean, Thomas Wilson's behind and loon in the shower. I mean, that's what makes that. That's what comes when you get to senior pro Zane, things change. Okay. But wait, uh, so, so what happened? Yeah. Wait, tell us, tell us a story. What was his reaction? So Zane and I are playing in, you know, typical fashion. Zane's doing his little ballerina dance and stuff. And I'm just dinking cross court with loon all day. We have like 85, 90 dinks and we're playing Langs on the other side. And they're up, it's game to 15. They're up like eight, five at the turn. And then of course we, we turn over and right next to us is Badger and Scott Moore playing in senior pro right next to us. Well, you got Badger, Zane, Althoff all within 20 feet of each other. Stuff is going to start to happen. Well, all of a sudden I'm dinking and I hear arr, arr, in the background coming from Badger. He's out there egging us on. Well, it got to loom. Next thing you know, we're up like 13, eight, 14, eight. We win the match. I'm hip trusting, chest pumping, all of that. Go up there and hug Zane. And Loon goes, you guys go get a hotel room. <laughs> oh, and he goes like, hey, what else did he say to you, Zane? He said, are you guys going to kiss? <laughs> oh, are you guys going to kiss or whatever? And it was, just, it was just so funny because Lang was up there trying not to laugh the whole time. And then we get off the call. We're all amped up. We're getting ready to play Ben and Matt. And my phone is blowing up. And it's like Lang texting me saying, man, I really apologize, but you guys played awesome. And Lang is trying to cover up for Loon. It, it, but yeah, definitely Loon got really ticked off. I think I think Tyler told us that story when we were at the Morning Brew studio in, in New York after Major League Pickleball. So we'll have to compare the two, uh, the two stories and see uh, how consistent they are. Yeah, the, the one thing about Tyler is, so when I first started to play pickleball, you know, I live in Owensboro and Onyx headquarters is like 40 minutes away. And Tyler, you know, literally was worked for Onyx. And um, Onyx had this little email that went out to all the players that said, hey, if you're getting ready for the U.S. Open, get on this email with Tyler Lung and he'll tell you about where to park and what to do. And 
And I mean, Luke was like, like the man. And the first time I played, um, you know, with, with the pro, the one of the first pros I played with was Tyler Loom. So he, so he's an OG. Didn't you? Didn't you play with? Um, didn't you play a lot with Dylan Frazier before anybody knew who he was? Oh, I played Dylan Frazier when he was thirteen in the Show Me State games, sponsored by Kroger Supermarkets. <laughs> That's a pretty and good sponsor, partner, actually. My partner was Jack Oxler, and Dylan was playing with Jack Rubenstein. He was like his high school coach, like you know, PE instructor type coach, and and Jack still plays. Yeah, and. Dylan and Cindy would play. We'd play like just beast mixed doubles matches. Then you remember you and uh, Katie McGee. Yeah, that's no, they played some. We played some. That's like, hundred dollars right there. That's a hundred dollars direct into the jar. <laughs> we played some. Uh, we played some fun like local tournaments in like Indiana and and Owensboro actually over at Merchant Center Court and yeah, Dylan was always there. Would always play with his mom. Would always do way better than anybody expected. Um, yeah, that was wild. But Altoff, you can obviously play with these guys. I was banging the drums that Altoff Merchant needs to be in in Challenger League. Why do you think that you didn't get drafted? Oh man, well, I could say it's because like I don't have any reels out there, but I do have fifty-five reels now. So, uh, you know, Zane, I have to tell you, this last MLP draft. You've been around me long enough to know that you've been through a you've been through a lot of bad stuff that's happened in my life, and you've been there, side by side, and you know that even through some of the worst moments, we still found humor, and we've always had a good time, and said, you know what, the sun's gonna go up tomorrow, we're gonna be all right, we'll just we're gonna be fine, and we've had some really bad. I mean, there's been a lot of bad stuff that's happened, but this last MLP draft killed me. This, it just killed me. I mean, it really. If I, I don't know what depression is, but that's the closest I've been to being depressed because I truly believe that, you know, people are looking at me. Firstly, first people think I can't play singles. And, I mean, it's four points. And being a lefty, I just know. I mean, if I'm serving from the right to somebody else on the right, I know I can get that serve. Or if they're serving to me, I know I can hit a return deep down the line to their backhand. So I really feel like I can come out of singles two and two with just about anybody. Okay, might, might not be a JW or a Zane or a Tardio, but most challenger guys, I can come out two and two. Michelle Escobel, eight and oh. But anyway, um, <laughs> but, but but anyway. Um, true. Go, go back to his records. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back to my records. Go back, check it out when it matters. But I, I truly believe an MLP player is, the, the mode of an MLP player is more about a singles, doubles, and mixed doubles, right? It's energy team chemistry, a guy that can keep his teammates loose, a guy Definitely. that can get a team together. And that's why Zane is so good, right? He takes Zane and Zane, and Zane gets his team loose, and they're having fun. I saw the squeeze warm-up before they played in uh, D.C. in Dallas. They were laughing, they are joking, they were loose. And there was camaraderie chemistry. You're like, these four people could go have dinner together after the match. But you watch some teams, and you're like, I don't even think they know each other, right? And so I feel like I'm that unifying force, and I thought I had a great MLP last year. I played at MLP one time, MLP Austin. I mean, Dylan and I had a blast. We had, you know, Jade and Sarah Ansbury on the team. And so um, I'm not sure why I don't get drafted. I just think part of it is the Challenger um, Tour or the Challenger League. A lot of the players are being the APP, and I didn't play any APPs this year. 
um, and, 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 and the players that I know and really know me are like Zane, Jade Kawamoto, Andrea Coop, Matt Wright. Well, they're playing premier, and I'm not a premier player. James, Anna, they're not going to draft me on their team. And so I think the challenger players just don't know me. The premier players, I'm not a premier player. I could play yeah, men's. Yeah. So if, there, if you have six people on a team and I'm needed in a situation to play a men's doubles match, I still think I can step in and play in, 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 a, in, a, in a situation where I'm, you know, cross court with somebody in, you know, in a strategic situation, I can be a good sub. Were you out there like advocating for yourself, reaching out to owners, things like that? Like a lot of these players were doing? You know what? I did in the last draft. I, I actually did in the last draft because I told everybody, if I don't get drafted now, I'm done. Because I just felt like, you know, and they keep adding teams. And I'm like, I, I still keep getting, I'm like the last one out. I'm the last one out. And I really felt like I could help. Um, but I, you know, I had a couple of friends, you know, talk to different owners because uh, I didn't really know 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 a lot of the owners, and and I, I'm just not one of those guys that's gonna say, hey, drop Andre DSQ for hey Zane, drop Andre for Alta for Anna Bright, drop this one for me. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna do that because everybody has got their skills and this chemistry. But I just felt there dog were a couple dog of world, man. Huh? It's a dog eat dog world. You should have been dropping. You should have came came to the uh, to the to the clowns and tell them to drop Sincola. You're just two lefty team out there. You and Stefan. <laughs> Shelby Bates. Oh man. I mean, but you know, like I, I looked at some of the men's doubles, like uh, Nunnery and Martin, Sincola and Stefan. And like I thought like I, I really felt like I could play for the mad drops. I'm like, you know what? Gabe and I can play any one of those teams. I really felt like good. I felt like Brendan Long and I could have played well. Like Colin Schick is such a good singles player. And I thought, man, I wish I could I wish they could sub me in for doubles and then get Colin in for the dream breaker. We'd be a great team. But um you know Yates and Yao Mei. I mean, these are these are all good players, but I know I can play with them. Mm -hmm. So you're not playing. You're not an MLP. You're not really playing too much pro men's doubles. Um, I mean, you're playing occasionally. You play every now and then with with Badger, and you're not playing NPL either. What was up with uh, with not playing the 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 senior version of that? And are you going to next year if you don't make an N, uh, a an MLP team? Yeah, so next year, I mean, you know, you know, I signed the MLP contract, and I'm kind of waiting to see the, you know, what the the, the rules are for the draft and stuff. Um, I I firmly believe that if six players are going to be on a team, and you're looking at like, I don't know, 144 players, 150 players playing MLP, I really believe that I could be a, a fifth or sixth person on a team, and with a big format. Um, I've had a couple of teams that I've talked to that I'm I'm looking to be a player coach. Uh, I don't want to be a GM. I don't want to be you know, just drafting a team and being on the sidelines. But I want to be that sideline coach to be, you know, get the practices, get the team together. I feel like I can really help a team out. Um, and with eight to 10 MLPs out there, uh, there's going to be times that you need subs. But I know I can get any MLP team ready. I can drill with them. I can play with them. I can be an asset as a number six guy and a coach. So next year, Zane, I'm going to try to play a lot of pro APP events, pro PPAs if I can. And we're just, you know, just like everybody else, we're waiting to see what, how the schedule kind of plays out. Um, if I get drafted, maybe find my teammates to play some tournaments with me. But John and I have talked about playing a few tournaments together. Andre Mick and I talked about playing a few PPAs. Brendan Long and I. So that'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. I had a great time at NPL this year. But when the schedule came out, it was six weekends in the summer, like May, June, July, August. My kids were playing tennis. 
I had to go to India. On, I'd already pre-booked a trip to India to see my parents. And so I, I didn't want to commit to playing like two out of six and get drafted and then, you know, look for a sub. But I played one NPL event and it was a blast. I mean, I had a really, really good time. I actually was line dancing with Beth Bellamy. I have a video of that too. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need that. Our editors are going to need that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, actually a highlight. Actually, they had like a line dancing night. It was in San Antonio and the team had all practiced. I was a sub last minute, so I showed up and everybody's line dancing. And of course, I didn't know what to do. So I just kind of went in and tried to kind of, can I say grind? Is grind 20 bucks or is grind 100 bucks? No, that's uh, that's pretty PG. Yeah, PG, yeah. So I was kind of grinding, you know, from the back. And Bellamy's like, get out of the way. What are you doing? And I was like, hey, man, that's kind of like, you know, when I was there, it was like, uh, you know, whoop, there it is. And But, yeah, it, it didn't work well. Yeah, you were just feeling yourself. Wait, so go back to uh, the fact that you signed with MLP. There was a little bit of a debacle in the midst of the, the talent race where the PPA announced you, posted on Instagram, but apparently you weren't signed with them. Eventually you signed with Major League Pickleball. Walk me through what exactly happened there. Sure. Thomas, before I go any further, I just want to say this. Please record this. I love you. Thank you for seeing Talent Race and then putting my name right after Talent Race. That really <laughs> made my day. That was so good. Zane would never do stuff like that. No. Actually, Zane would never do shit like that. Ray J, send me 20. So anyway, uh, <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, well, I talked to, you know, MLP, Steve Kuhn and I were having discussions about MLP India. And we've been in, in these extensive conversations and in an incredible plan about launching MLP India. And I was in Kansas City and I was like, OK, I guess I'm going to go to MLP. I was like, it's a done deal. And um, as time dragged on and more and more people got signed, I started to get nervous. And I'm like, what's going on? And nobody had time for me um you know I, I was low on the talent list and um and then i reached out to the you know the i talked to the ppa and uh dirk pardo is a very you know i respect him he's a very good friend and uh i talked to dirk and i was like hey listen i just want to play i just want to play and so the ppa uh was like okay we're we're gonna you know come up with an offer and then it was like all right, but I said, you know, I got an offer from MLP. That's probably where I'm going, but the PPA was going to, you know, come up with an offer. And in somewhere in that phase in between, with me getting an offer and actually reviewing it, somebody in social media there jumped the gun and 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 put my, you know, that I signed with the PPA. So it was, it, it became a bigger deal than it was. But but the, right. the reality is, um, you know, they were very generous in their offer, and so was MLP. Got it. Yeah, that was uh, it was a an interesting time. But you're not going to so you're signed with MLP. Will you play? I mean, now that there's a merger, are you going to play any PPAs? You know, my original plan was to play um, a lot of PPAs because this year, you know, I played like twelve or thirteen PPAs this year. I played a ton, and um, you know, last year at the start of the year. Uh, we, we had talked about, you know, Dave Fleming and all of us had talked about maybe getting the seniors back to the PPA. And so I said, hey, listen, I'm going to make a commitment to play PPAs. Dan Gingrich is like, all stuff, I'll be there. You know, the Badger is always there. And um, so we're like, you know, we already got three guys. Deacon's going to be a senior next year. So maybe we can build something. Um, and I also love the fact uh, that, you know, with all the gold card and everything, all the guys that I knew, all my friends in pickleball, we're all going to be at the PPA. 
So it was so much fun. You know, I could play a rack with Matt Wright and Lucy and, you know, go out to dinner with Zane and, and you know, the Cabo Motors are going to be there. And, and it was just, I'm like, I'm in, you know? And, um, and so, but this year with the whole format of the progressive draw, I got a full-time job. I got three kids. I have my kids every Monday, Tuesday. I'm not sure how I can do the progressive draw. Um, so if I do play the PPAs, Thomas, I might just go in on Friday and play, you know, senior pro. Um, I doubt I get a buy into the quarterfinals in, in the men's bracket. So I'm definitely going to play senior pro if I do play PPAs. But there's Kansas City, Cincinnati. There's like a bunch of PPAs within six hours drive of my house, which it's a no-brainer to go play. Mm -hmm. Going back to uh, pickleball in India, are you pretty familiar with that scene? I see on social media that there seems to be like a pretty good – solid contingency of talent over there playing a lot what do you think about pickleball in india what's what's your experience with it well i did a duper um intro to duper a clinic in, in in india and it's you know cricket is crazy right i mean the country just loves cricket um but there are a lot of clubs where pickleball is very very active and there's a huge tournament in february in india and i think in the next two to three years, if you are a, if you want to be in the pickleball business and you're not in India, you're missing the boat. That's how big I think India is going to be. The ironic thing is if you look at the, like the Indian personality and the Indian style, when it comes to like, like you look at like the Olympics, for example, you never see like an Indian boxer or Indian karate guy or because Indians by nature are a little more soft hearted. They're more, more touch, right? And um, look at Zane. He's like smiling when I say touch and feel. He loves that. He loves that kind of lingo. But anyway, but, you know, Indians are more. So you look at my style of play. It's more touch. I'm not out there, the aggressive guy, occasional hip thrust, but it's more touch, right? <laughs> so you would think the Indians, like the best Indian tennis players, had the best slice. They were clay quarters. So it would be a natural fit for Indians to be amazing at pickleball just based on our genetics and our, on our personality. But man, I go there and they're, everybody's banging the ball. They're playing with these like Selkirk, you know, MacGuffin amped up paddles and they're banging the ball. And I'm like, hello, like you should be thinking. So somebody needs to go to India. Maybe the Badger can go to India and teach them a, a, a dink clinic. Can um, you imagine yeah. the Badger's the ratio in India? <laughs> That's yeah, a, the Badger's. The one clinic ratio. <laughs> yeah. No, the Badger's. Wisconsin ratio is 24 to 1 with three balls uh, and two coats. Badger in Costa Rica, 48 to 1 with seven balls and 10 coats. But in India, it's got to be what? 300 to 1? Yeah, they, they're going to bring the entire city, and each of them is going to be paying 250 rupees, and that gets you that gets you a, a handshake. <laughs> but, but you will stand in a straight line from the net, to the baseline to watch the Badger. <laughs> I will never forget. I did a clinic with him in Fond du Lac, and he was just he was just getting all testy. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, am I not dinking correctly? Because I was his, you know, his prop. And I'm like dinking with Badger back and forth. And he's just getting irritated. I'm like, what's going on, Badge? And then he finally was like, that person's not standing in a straight line. I got to make sure he moves a step over. So I'm on a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What a, what a time. What a time. Those were some days, though, Zane. Those were some good old days. 
those are the good old days. Well, speaking of good old days, I had some some uh, questions from the audience. So somebody oh, wanted man. to know what your your best memory of playing with me was. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, very, boy. very quickly, they also wanted to know what your worst memory of playing with me was. <laughs> Same person. <laughs> Same person. I would say, you know, uh, I got to say Chicago – Chicago APP had to be, be the best just because we won. I mean, we've had it, – it's like by the tennis and tennis of hairs, but we've had like so many, so many fun moments. I think Chicago has to be number one. Um, man, I tell you my worst memory was not playing with you. It was playing against you. I really hated playing you and Coop, Jackie and I playing you and Coop in the Chicago mixed doubles. I really oh, yeah, hated yeah. it. That was my worst. That and one. that was the, the first time, Thomas – Zane has got really testing with me. It was right after that match because he, you know, right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's that's, that's awesome. That's my best memory. How can you not? But, and I still remember when I got done, I called Zane and he was all at, a, he was at a gas station after that match getting food because he's driving back to Milwaukee. And I'm like, dude, get some rest. You can win your first triple crown tomorrow. Like, I just wanted to be, because him and uh, I think you had won uh, the mixed doubles. And then he won men's. And then I think he lost to Jay the next day in, in three sets. But I was like, dude, this is your chance to win your first triple crown because you had been closed, you know, numerous times. Um, but my worst memory was definitely playing that mixed with you. It was just an uneasy match the whole time. We were too close. There's just a lot going on. And I remember after the match, I made a wise-ass comment, 20 bucks for AJ, to, to Zane. Him, him and uh, Coop were warming up to play Jade and Declan. I made a wise-ass comment to, Jay, to, to Zane. And he was like, hey, man, just get out of here if you're going to be like that. And that was like the testiest he's ever got with me. <laughs> and that was my worst memory because I just, you know, you know me. I don't get into fights like that. Yeah. Only with Logan. <laughs> well, do you have any Do you have any beefs on tour? Do you have any uh, anybody that you not necessarily don't get along with, but, uh, but matches where going in, you know it's going to be kind of testy? We had – I mean, you and I had that match with AJ and Thomas at the U.S. Open that kind of got a little bit, you know, got, got out of hand there. Um, I still think about that match a lot. And, you know, I should have called two timeouts there. You know, we didn't call a timeout when they made a run. AJ got hot. We make it run. But that match really was was one of the – was an uncomfortable match. And the time after that was uncomfortable for the next day or so. When I saw AJ the following week in St. Louis, you know, things were fine. But – um I mean, you and I have played a lot. We've had a lot of jokes and laughs, and you know, we've had we've had some, you know, Yates. I've had a couple. Uh, Badger and I had a really testy match with Yates and Philip Locklear in the in the Kansas City PPA this year. But Yates was yelling at Locklear. I was yelling at a fan. Badger was chest pumping to to Yates. It was all over the place. But um, for most part, no. Derisi, uh, uh, the, the senior tour is nuts. So Derisi and I got into it a little bit at the in the Nationals mixed doubles, but at the end of the day, like most people that know me know when we get off the court, we we have such a fun time. So yeah, I don't really have any beefs. You don't have any beefs with people. People have beefs with you all the time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. And those, are, you know, I just say if you got a beef with me, that means you don't know me. Once you get to know me, you're gonna be like, right. oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, but you have a you have a knack for getting under people's skin. Have you ever just like really set somebody off where they just lost it? I mean, Loon Loon is close. Sounds like Zane got close too. 
Look, yeah, no, Zayn was yeah, Zayn was more post match. Um, I think AJ AJ got pretty hot that one time. Um, Zayn, what do you think? Who else? Riley, you know what? I got under. Oh boy, oh boy, this is probably number one. This is truly, actually, I'm I'm forgetting this, but this year split age nationals. Riley uh, really got upset. I mean, that was this well, was actually like, the number one time where like I got into somebody's. With me. This is, this uh, is like so two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, all right. Actually, take everything back. I just said, like, erase it all. This is number one where I really got on somebody's skin in a match, and they went after me. It was Riley. We were up. We won the first game 11-2, James and I. So it's you It's you and it's you and Anna versus no, Riley, no, or is it men's? James and I against Riley and Dane. All right? So. It's a good match. It's a good match. James has been talking about this match forever. Ever since he lost to Dane last year, he's been like talking about this match. He's all amped up about it. I didn't care at all. You know, I was going to be excited to play, but I was like, I have to win senior men's. I mean, this is it. I got to win senior men's. We got to the match. We won the first game 11-2. And Riley's playing the right. And I'm going, you know, cross to Riley, heads up with Dane. We lose the next game like 11-5, 11-6, whatever. And James has hurt his ankle. Uh, you know, about a month ago, he kind of hurt his ankle. Yeah. So we're at, we split games and James is like gassed out. And he goes, man, I haven't trained. I don't know if I can do this. And I go, James, you win this game. And for the rest of the year, for the next 12 months, you'll be on fire. But if you lose this game, you will remember it and regret it all year. And not going to get an opportunity for 12 months. So I'm trying to get in and I'm tough. Well, we're down 2-0. So 2-0... We win this point and get the side out. And I go, James, come on. It's not Matt Wright. It's Dane Gingrich and Riley. Come on. And I think, and I said, like, he didn't win with Matt. He's not going to win with Dane. Come on, James. <laughs> well, it was, Riley knows the amount of respect I have for Riley. And Riley knows. When Riley did that paddle tap thing, I was one of the first people that went on social media and said, you know, get off his case. He's making stands. At least he's bold enough to say it. Riley knows when him and Matt were playing together, there are times when I, I talked to Matt about what I think they should do. Riley would listen. He even texted me after a few matches and said, hey, that worked. And when he and Matt split up, I told him, I said, when you, for, in order to get growth, you're going to take two steps forward and three steps back. And he's just going to have to figure out who you work with. So he knows the respect is there. This was all about getting James fired up. But, of course, it was loud enough that Riley could hear. So I'm like, he didn't win with Matt. How's he going to win with this idiot, Dane? So Dane should be mad. But Dane's like in the zone, analyzing all the patterns, all these things are going through his head, you know, like Altos moved three and a half degrees to the left. I got to go there, whatever. Well, Riley's just like, what did he just say? <laughs> Riley's all amped. We go up 3-2, 4-2. And I'm like, that's it. You're doing it for Matt. Do this to show Matt you can play with him. Matt's playing with you next year. You know, show him that you you, you belong. So I'm getting James all amped up. Riley, on the other hand, is like, why is this guy going Matt, 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 Matt after every point? So certainly at 7-2, Riley goes absolutely apeshit. 20 bucks, Ron, and takes over. He wins a, he wins a point and goes, poke the bear more, poke the bear more, see what happens. <laughs> and he's in my face. And I was like, whoa. And then Dane, oh, dude, Ernie's like twice on me. And everything breaks loose. They win 11-8 in the third. And Riley's just screaming. We're like in each other's face at the end of the match. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to amp it up, amp him up. I don't care about you. I'm, this is for James. 
oh, that was a long night. I mean, I'm trying to text Raleigh saying, dude, don't you understand? <laughs> Matt's calling me saying, hey, man, I want you to call Raleigh and let him know that I didn't put you up to this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it would, that would be the number one thing. But it's all good. Raleigh and I are totally fine. Dane was cracking up. Dane was so in the zone. He tells me he doesn't remember any of that. Well, it sounds like you guys have beef. And next time you're in the same room together, I will make it awkward. And I'm going to look forward to you that. You should. You should. But, <laughs> Dane, I thought that was a very good motivational line, right? Hey, James, he didn't win with Matt. How's he going to win with Dane? Like, come on, get your stuff together. You're the youngest guy, and you're huffing and puffing. You should be all over this match. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, well, I think we can blame Iggy for that one. I think we should blame Iggy for that one. We have to blame Iggy for that one. 100%. And then right, I've, got a, go ahead. I've got a list of questions. We'll Fire see if you can figure out. Uh, some of these look like they might be uh, kind of inside jokes. So let's see if you can figure out who uh, came up with this list of questions here. Okay. Right, so, these are rapid fire. I'll talk. Yeah. Uh, are you better than Colin if you are Ben's partner? Ooh. Who came up with that? That's for you to figure Ooh. out. We'll have more Ooh, questions. But this is rapid fire. Eden Lika. <laughs> Eden Lika was was my was my first thought too when, uh, but I don't think it's him. All no. right, are you better than are you better than Colin if Ben's your partner? Absolutely, better looking 100%. for sure. One hundred percent. Are you the best? Are you the best lefty in the game? Absolutely, Rafa Hewitt. <laughs> How good would you be if you were thirty years old? Oh, dude, I dominate the game. Dominate. Except How's your ben. Uh, except Ben? I yeah. would win. Riley and I would win if I was thirty years old. Riley plays with me, and I'm thirty. We would win. He can't you win with Matt. Right? He can't win with Dave, but he can win with me if I'm thirty. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a woman, where would you be drafted in Major League Pickleball? Ooh, definitely challenger. That uh, no premier, right, Zane? Low premier, low premier. What's up with your I'll lateral be, movement? I'll be a cover motor sandwich. I'll be drafted after Jade, but right before Jackie. I'll be right in between Jackie and Jade. I'll be a cover motor sandwich. <laughs> cover motor sandwich. How is your lateral movement? James Ignatovich or Anna Bright. Those two have been on my case about my lateral movement. They keep saying <laughs> if I could move laterally, I'd be drafted major league pickleball. And I'm like, dude, I don't need to move laterally. You guys need to. I told Anna before we played mixed doubles. James's power. I'm placement. I'll create. You'll hit the winner. You look good. Just like Zane. Zane got like 92,000 followers on that www.instagram. I have nobody, but I was the one that was creating all the knives for him to put it away. <laughs> I'll top. I think, yeah. I think you have good lateral movement. I, just, I don't think you have good vert. Is it vertical? Like front and back movement? That's not as good. You jog. I can't much. cover the lob. I can't cover the lob and Zane knows that. And that yeah, was, I was very good in covering the lob in tennis till I started to play with Zane because Zane took every ball of mine. And I was like, you know what? Oh, we lost Zane. All right. Zane's gone. He'll come back. You're right though. It was, uh, it was Anna Bright. Yeah. Um, let's see. So while we wait for, uh, Zane to come back here, um, what is the so? What's the next tournament you're going to be at? First of all, so the next tournament I'm supposed to play is Punta Gorda APP next year, and um, you know once again waiting for all the 
the, the, the draft and all that good stuff. But I might play the Hyundai Masters, the PPA Hyundai Masters too. But I'm not playing the rest of this year. Got it. Zane had said that, okay, so on a recent episode, Zane says that we're kind of at the point where these players who are trying to balance full-time careers and pickleball, they need to either choose one or the other. Now, you're a good example of somebody who works full-time, works a lot, has a great job, and you balance playing. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think we're going to get to a point where people aren't splitting their time anymore? It's either pro pickleball or it's a full-time job. And what's kind of your general take on that? Absolutely, 100%. Uh, I've had this discussion numerous times, you know, with Allison Harris and a couple other players, Matt Wright, and I've had this discussion. The, the sport is going to a full-time sport, and you have to be, if you're a professional pickleball player, uh, we used to laugh about it, right? Because two years ago, you had to pay like 120 bucks to be a professional and say, hey, I'm playing a professional tournament, right? And yeah. I, I just entered the PPO. But now, to get through the qualifying draw, to get to that, you have to make a commitment. You got to make a commitment to, to fitness, to your nutrition, train with your partner. There are pockets in this country where the players are actually, you know, you got Austin, you got Boca with, with James and those guys up there. You got Naples. You got, you got, you got these four or five areas that, you know, California with Jesse and all that. But no, you got to play full time. You got to be dedicated to your diet and your nutrition and you know, you got to start getting, and I think it's going to be a matter of time before sometime in the next two years, you're going to see actual coaches traveling with, you know, Catherine as a coach that travels with this a fitness coach, but you're going to see coaches traveling, right. but yeah, it's going to, and that's kind of what this whole contract deal is, right? Hey, we're going to give you money so you can be the best in your, in your field, in your craft, right? So don't go out and teach 20 hours a week. Don't go out and work, as, you know, a, a night as a waitress or whatever, you know, don't be a financial advisor. Get out there. Get, dedicate yourself to the sport. We're going to give you some th th this guaranteed amount of money. And let's see. And that's going to be great for the game because just like Michael Jordan, you know, nobody dumped till, till Jordan, not, not the way that Jordan did. Somebody somewhere is going to create a new shot, a new – something's going to come out of this. And it's just a matter of time. Do, do you Would you agree that, like, you need to be in one of those pockets in order to – really excel like pockets around the country. For example, Austin, you need to be in Austin training with these elite guys. You need to be in Boca. You need to be in Naples. I think Wichita used to be one of those places. I think Phoenix kind of has a good contingency, but not really like top, top talent. Would you agree Absolutely. that like you need to be in those pockets, like playing with those players? Absolutely. It used to be, it used to be Madison, Wisconsin. You remember? I mean, Zane, we'd yeah. always be there. It'd be Sincola, Zane, Badger, Witzkin, Althoff. We'd all be up there. You know, Andalaro, Salinco. I mean, we had a good, we had a good cast of people, right? It back in like 2019, 2020. 2019, 2020. It was like, you know, you go out and play Rec, Sincola, Badger, uh, Zane, and I, or Rick. One time, Rick, Badger, Zane, and I played Rec, and we were like, this is the best Rec in, in the entire Midwest. And then the next four tournaments I played, I was like, every match was easy compared to what I just, you know, been there. No, absolutely. I think. I was telling somebody the other day that at nationals, by the time I got to Thursday, I got there on Saturday. By the time I got to Thursday, I had gotten like a level and a half better, but I was playing right two hours a day with some of the best players. So absolutely. I think guys that live in Austin and, you know, Boca and all, you know, I mean, um, I'll tell you this, Colin Johns, uh, 
trains with Ben a lot, right? When Austin Gridley and I played Ben and Colin in the second round of the PPA in Atlanta, when we got off the court, you know, we, of course, we were disappointed we lost. We went mm. to the next court to play a match. And I looked at Gridley halfway through that match. And I go, Austin, do you know how slow the ball is coming? How slow the speed ups are coming compared to what Ben just did to us? I go, we just got, I literally got better playing two games with Ben. We won like five straight matches. That carried me through five matches. But I had not seen that speed right. ball all the time. Zane, you laugh about this, but Callan Dawson in Beer City in Moneyball. We were down like 12-0, Coop and I, because he was speeding up with that with that black case paddle. And I hadn't seen the ball. And by the time I got down, we lost 15-13. But but yeah, Thomas, you gotta get your eyes set in. And and if you're a full-time player and you're not in one of these spots training with these guys, shame on you. <laughs> Look that. at Dylan. Dylan, you know, spends so much time there. I mean, you know, so absolutely. You want to do pickleball for a living? Figure out a way to get to one of these spots. Uh, that's the truth. <laughs> All right, you guys already know the deal. Me and Zane constantly wearing Viore. I wear it pretty much every day. Got a shirt on right now underneath this hoodie. Uh, probably one of the best gifts you can get, especially today, especially with the holidays coming up. So 20% off your first purchase and enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. It's viore.com slash the dink, V-U-O-R-I.com slash the dink. And discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Okay, back when we uh, when we initially asked you to be on the pod, you listed some topics. One of the topics, a little bit vague, but all you said was Adam Stone. <laughs> Zane, what do you think? No, 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 no. This is your this is your show, man. Tell us about Adam Stone. Oh boy. Well, I'm not going to get too graphic, but. Uh, <laughs> But Zane and I, by all means, floor is yours. Oh, dude, Ray J, there's not enough money in 35 Capital to, to pay for what would come out of my mouth if I got graphic about Stone. Um, <laughs> but Thomas, for a long time, you know, Zane and I, we did a lot of traveling together. And we had a lot of goofy, you know, moments between matches, but at trips. Uh, you know, one I, I still remember the one time in New Jersey, it was Rafa, Sinkola, Zane, and I playing putt putt in the back of our hotel. There's only like two holes, and there's like one golf club two balls and two holes and the four of us are playing putt putt you know and so we were, we just had these random conversations but we used to have this top five list you know and top five you know best booty in pickleball top five you know you know where i'm going and the the thing was we kept it totally pg and by pg i mean it was only guys so we were like we don't want to be like the top five best looking women that's like boring like who cares Every, you know 14 year old kids do that so we were like top five men you know, and, and so Stone was, you know, number one on the list. And we had this top five men that we thought needed to wear a men's ear, which is, a, you know, a men's bra. And Stone was always <laughs> on the top five list. And um, Neil Merdotta was number five. He was just anchoring the top five. And then there was that, West, that, yeah. we had Gabrielson, and we had obviously Deacon. Deacon. <laughs> oh, Deacon, 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 West Gabrielson. Uh, Neil Merdotta, Adam Stone, and then of course Johnny Goldberg. So once Johnny Goldberg became Johnny a dad, Gold once you become a dad, you're officially off the list. And so Stone now is retiring as the all-time number one, the winningest guy in the top five. But now he's a dad. Dads are off limits, so Stone's no longer on the list for 24. Yeah, yeah, I like so that, it. 
Adam Stone. We have a, we have a lot more lists. It's actually one of the more PG. So, yeah. There you go, Thomas. <laughs> That's the kind of goofy stuff that Zane and I talk about at, at, at side outs. Or, you know, I'm at sure. Yeah, Dane's yeah, talking I'm about sure the angle of stuff. Crandall's. Dane, Dane Gingrich is talking about the angle of Crandall's shoe and where my dick needs to go, but to what toe. And Zane and I are talking about the top five men who need to wear a men's ear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I heard what I just thought I heard, but uh, I, we'll, we'll, we can breeze past that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chalk it up to the accent. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'll talk. Today we're filming Giving Tuesday. Let's talk a little bit about the about Stop Alzheimer's um, campaign that you and I are, are doing. Do you want to uh, start off or do you want me to? You fire away. I'll tell you why Alzheimer's is important for me to crush. But Zane, you fire away. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, people have heard my uh, my story uh, as to why uh, why I support the charity. But basically, today we're filming today and stop Alzheimer's now. We are looking to raise a quarter million dollars for Alzheimer's research. Zane, pull the uh, pull the phone a little bit closer to you. Do I need to start over? Yeah. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, no, that's not good. I can hear that coming through. That's all right. It's better than it was. I'll go somewhere else. Sorry. Technical difficulties over here. But um, we are uh, we are looking to raise a quarter million dollars for Alzheimer's research, every single dollar of which goes towards finding a cure for, for Alzheimer's. And people who donate, there are different tiers you donate a certain amount of money and you can come attend a clinic with Altoff and I over in Austin at Stage Hill. Um, there, every dollar that we uh, that we raise is also going to be matched by a corporate sponsor. Um, so so yeah. Sage Hill, Sage Hill has that whole like. I mean, it's essentially uh, somewhat of a resort, right? So will people be able to? Is that the idea? You'll actually stay there overnight for for the weekend. Yeah, that's a, it includes a uh, – certain years include a stay at Sage Hill um, just outside of, of Austin. But really what you're, what you're looking for is the quality time with all talk and I. Obviously, Sage Hill is great. But, um, yeah, so we're looking to raise uh, a decent amount of money uh, because all talk and I have both been personally affected by, uh, by Alzheimer's in the family. And uh, yeah, figured we both have a platform to to raise a good amount of money, and if we do actually hit that two hundred fifty thousand dollar mark, I told Sean, the guy who runs it, that I will get a stop Alzheimer's now tattoo. If we if we can raise a quarter mil, I will get a stop Alzheimer's now tattoo. I don't have a tattoo. I'll never get another tattoo. But this is it. Where where will you get it? In the area of my choosing, honestly, I'm thinking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> because I, you know, I don't want it out all the time, but uh, but I definitely want it out some of the time. So you know, if I'm out there in a speedo or something at the pool, I want people to know about stop all time now. Zane is not going to be in a speedo at a pool. I have traveled this guy for three years. Thomas, this guy. In the morning, he takes his suitcase. He takes his suitcase into the bathroom to shower and change and get everything done in the bathroom. I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? 
he comes out all steamy and everything. His suitcase has got like all deal on it. I'm like, what are you doing? So he is not going to be in a speedo. I was thinking about Ling in there. I don't know what top five. Sorry, I, was, I was thinking, thinking about Ling in there. I'll talk. But hey, Thomas, um, on a really, really serious note, my dad has got you know late stage Alzheimer's. You know, my fiance Ashley's dad is suffering from Alzheimer's, and um, you know, there's so many times where your parents talk to you and you just kind of brush them off, right? And you're like, I gotta go, I got this, and you know, with the time change in India, invariably there's been moments where my parents have called me and I'm just like tired or it's just the wrong time and. But the one thing I just love was talking to my dad on the phone. And and then this right after COVID, I went back to India and I couldn't have a conversation with him for more than a minute because all the time I was used to forgetting stuff. And it just it just killed me because that's the thing I enjoyed the most with my dad was chatting with him. And you know, it, it's like you don't wish anything bad on, on, on your parents, but if from everything he could have got. You know, I wish he'd got something else, right? I wish something was affected his lungs or his liver, but I could at least have that conversation with him because I miss I miss talking to my dad. And there's so many times I I, I have this guilt of the times that I hung up on him early. And um, and so when I I just happen to see uh, Sean's, you know, on 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 a www Instagram, and I saw this sand thing and then i saw zane and sincola on a court with a sign in the back and you know we reached out and i'm like i'm here to help and then this whole thing came about um and you know we were coming up with all kinds of things to do but the bottom line is you know this is a great cause uh there's so many people that are affected by it and this is a chance to have fun zane and i wanted to make this about an experience come on out to austin let's play pickleball let's have dinner i in Dallas, I had a couple of people that, uh, you know, reached out and said, hey, let's go have dinner. And these are just volunteers. And we went out to dinner and they just peppered me with questions. Hey, how do you dink? How do you get in a tournament? What do you do? So just imagine spending, you know, an entire day with Althoff and Zane. We're going to do like a little tournament together, you know, uh, do a clinic, have lunch. I mean, you can, I mean, we'll, we'll do a top five list for you of anything you want. Just show up, put some money in and show up. We'll come up with your own top five list, but this is a great cause. All right. So let's give people a call to action. How can they support? How can they get involved? Yeah. So you can just check out stopalzheimers.org. Um, I think myself, Altaf, and the Stop Alzheimer's have all posted on, on Instagram about it. Um, otherwise, there's the link, stopalzheimers.org. Um and make a donation. Check out the the campaign that we're running. You know, maybe not everybody is going to donate as much to get a to get a free trip over to Stage Hill, but any little amount counts. If you donate ten dollars, that is ten dollars towards me getting a butt tattoo, but more importantly, towards Alzheimer's research. Um, and yeah, just check them out uh, either on Instagram or stopalzheimersnow.org. It'll be on both of our pages as well cool yeah and i'm I'm calling sincola's mother-in-law first so zane you're not calling her you're not calling sincola's mother-in-law i'm calling her altoff and i have a little bit of a friendly uh friendly waiter on this one too for who can who can we have have a little competition who can who can uh donate a little bit more money so pickle pod listeners come on help me out don't help out altoff use my um my link 
their website, not Altos website. We we want to beat Altos, everybody. <laughs> Zane's gonna get like Thomas Zane's gonna get like ten MLP owners to give like twenty five grand each, and I'll get the masses. I'll get like seven hundred people to give like twenty five bucks each, and that's yeah, just bro, they'll also they'll also get on www.reels.com. Dude, hey, my last reel had fifty seven thousand nine hundred twelve views, but who's counting? But uh, that's pretty and good. By the way, Thomas Zane, he acts like he really cares about me. Every time I post a reel, I give him a preview, I send it to him, and he just he just replies back like, "Why do you do this?" So one time, this last reel, I never send it to him as a preview, and I just waited twenty four hours, nothing from the dude. Sincola commented on it. Everybody did. So I finally go and say, I'm really disappointed, dude. He goes, who sees that crap? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Altoff, how, how, uh, how old are your kids? So I got twins that are 14, and I got a 17-year-old that's driving. Are they, are they friends- helping you with your social media? Are they giving you the, the ones and twos to maximize your reels and be a, an influencer? No, no, no not at all. She, she's... Oh my goodness! He's got a whole customer support team called his fiance. Yeah, <laughs> he was on our text chain. You you know why he's on the podcast via Zoom or Steamyard or whatever the hell we're on? It's because he's got customer service. Yeah, Zane came up with that because I was like, I I don't have anything. So every time these guys, all these people have these conversations, I'm like, just just talk to Ashley. So then we're sitting in Kansas City, and Zane goes, you know. Actually, really is like your customer service. It's all tough customer service. And that's how it came about. The funny thing is with the stop Alzheimer's, it, Sean sends this great email about all the plans and everything they got going on and the, the grants and the future work and the work in Washington. And I was going to reply back like, K. And it was like a five paragraph email. And I go, nah, probably not appropriate. So I told Ashley to reply back. And Zane sending me this side text. He goes, I can't believe you had her reply back for you. And I was like, well, I didn't know how to press reply all. You know that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize. So that's your fiance who's been on the text chain with us the whole time? Yeah. You met her in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, that's customer <laughs> service. <laughs> yeah, she's good at her job. Oh yeah. I mean, she was literally was like the lighting, what I should do. Like, yeah, it's, it's been a production. Yo, you did better than Zane. Zane, I don't know what the hell Zane's doing today. I am in a coffee shop. Uh, that looks like a shop. Doesn't it look like a shop to you, Thomas? I like that indoor tree in the shop. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> he's there, in somebody's right? backyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually about to go to a squeeze event. I'm here in Orlando. I went right from the airport to here. Uh, anything to make this podcast happen, boys. Anything. Okay, so I got a question for you guys. How many matches do I need to win next year on the regular pro tour to be invited back to the pickle pod? Let's come up with a number right now. Zero. We'll have you on anytime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can we can make something more interesting though. We can we can think about that. Um let's see, we could make just a little wager. I bet you, you can't I bet you, you can't win more than twenty Point five pro matches. Ooh, APP or PPA? Both, uh, Both combined. I bet you, yeah. you cannot average two wins per two point five wins per tournament, whether that's APP or PPA. Done. Deal. In men's in in, in men's events. Yeah, men's events done. Two point five. I have twelve. I have twelve wins this year in. Every one of them I played with 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I can do that. All right. Lock it in. Seems like Zane, you lock. got Zane, you got anything else? No. Um I've I've got nothing. This has been uh this has been fun. We'll have to get all top in the actual studio at some point because that would be uh that'd be wild. This doesn't yeah, well, some 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 hip thrust demonstrations in person uh and we'll, uh, we'll we'll make it happen i'll be there in uh in january in austin i'm coming to i'm coming for somebody's bachelor party yes sir <laughs> by the way thomas yeah Zane wants to go like to chuck e cheese and wants to play like foosball for his <laughs> bachelor party that sounds awesome that, yeah come on that sounds great I mean, because like, I don't want to wake up in the morning hungover and stuff. I want to be like really fresh and stuff. I go, okay. Like, what yeah, do you want to do? We're going for runs at five thirty still. Yeah, I said, can I can I just like win more your PayPal some money and like not show up, and you guys can all go to Chuck E. Cheese and get pizza and do whatever you guys do. <laughs> I'll go play rec with Sincola and Stefan. <laughs> Well, uh, on that note, we'll send you your invoice for the Stop Alzheimer's Now Square Car. <laughs> send it to Ray J and Ron. <laughs> this isn't just a free pass to just swear. They match my swears, not yours. <laughs> oh, that's what you I'll, tell, <laughs> I'll tell Ray J, Ron, and Chad from Game Plus that you said hello. Whatever you want. Hey, Thomas, do not let him talk you into donating to his... His site. Donate through my www. Okay. Yeah, you guys listen. You guys got to lobby me. I'm donating on behalf of one of you, and uh, balls in your court. Ooh. He said balls. How much is that? <laughs> <laughs> How much is that? That's got to be a Hyundai. At least a Hyundai for that. AJ, <laughs> send him a Hyundai. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for thanks for popping on. All tough. Always fun. Appreciate it. Zane. Good luck next week. Hey, thanks, homie. You got right. Thomas, thanks for having me, and thanks for the talent. I love that you said I had some talent. <laughs> He's going to put that into a reel. <laughs> no, yeah. definitely. All right. See you guys. All right. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. We talked about Takea before. It's kind of crazy. They went from being uh, the water bottle company where, like, every pro was sipping their water bottles on the bench and in interviews, and now they've come out with their own paddle. So kind of crazy to see the transition. Uh, but you know, our trusty hydration pal decided to step into the pickleball court water bottles to keep us cool and paddles like the Takea sport Helios and Titan elite. They're making sure you're playing at your peak. The Takea, the Takea, well, combine those two, learn how to talk. The Takea Helios sport paddle is the perfect beginner paddle striking the perfect balance between strength and stability. The Titan elite is the ultimate choice for those who demand power and control and want to take their game to the next level. No joke, use this paddle. It's pretty legit. Uh, I'm pretty impressed with what Takea has been able to do. It's no longer just our hydration heroes. They're stepping up to be our pickleball partners too. If you're looking at both, stay refreshed and play at your peak. Look no further. Dive into the world of Takea. Check out the Helios and Titan Elite, and let's elevate your game together. Visit TakeaUSA.com. That's T-A-K-E-Y-U-S-A.com today and get your Takea Sport Helios and Titan Elite paddles now. Stay hydrated, stay cool, and play at your peak with Takea. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, darling, how you gonna...